Welcome to Beautiful Baggage, confidence, wellness, and wisdom through travel and everyday adventure. I'm Stephanie Martin-Taylor, your guide to this podcast journey. Thanks for joining me. everyone. How are you? I'm doing really well, albeit a little bit hot and toasty here in San Francisco. As I mentioned a couple of episodes ago, it's been a little sunnier and warmer than usual this August. Normally this time of year we call the month Foggest because of the fog that hangs over the city. But uh, anyway, I'm going with it. Um, (laughs) And I especially love watching the dogs of San Francisco when it's sunny and warm here. They just seem to have a little extra spring in their steps, wagging tails everywhere. It's like a little happy meditation that I look at. Today we're going to talk about role models, specifically looking for and discovering them when we're out exploring the world or even our local surroundings. There's been plenty said about the importance of role models to help us become the best version of ourselves, both when we're kids and later as adults. Role models, as you know, can help us reflect on our own lives, our dreams, our own obstacles, and they can give us some guidance and perspective if we are open to what they have to say to us. One of the things I love about traveling is that a lot of places you'll go as a tourist are places you will meet maybe not literally, but in the figurative sense, and learn from people, often people from the past who can serve as role models and teachers. I found role models in all kinds of places like art museums, homes of historical figures, national and state parks, any place you might find descriptions and artifacts from people who've overcome obstacles to create something beautiful or groundbreaking, people who've changed the world in some way. I'm going to give you a quick example of how I found one of my big role models. And while I do that, I want to challenge you to think about how you can start looking out for them in your own travels. Or, because we love to excavate here at Beautiful Baggage, look back to past experiences to see who you've encountered on the road and how they might have shaped your life or could in the future. I found one of my most cherished mentors and role models while I was in college traveling through upstate New York and paid a visit to Hyde Park. That's the family estate of Franklin D. Roosevelt, former U.S. president. A lot of the main house and presidential library is dedicated to his life, but I remember going into one of the display areas there in the house, or maybe it was the library area, I can't remember exactly, and learning more about the early years of his wife, Eleanor Roosevelt. She was someone I had read about a lot as a child. I knew about her efforts to abolish child labor, her famous fight for women's rights and for human rights. All of those things had led her to become one of the most influential people of the 20th century. So I was well aware of that. But the day I really connected with Eleanor Roosevelt and the day I realized she had something to say to me was that day at Hyde Park in that display area where I was looking at some of her personal things and old photographs. Now, I can't recall if I read this or if it was an audio feature of the display, but I remember getting the message loud and clear in that area that when Eleanor Roosevelt was young, she was incredibly shy and awkward, and she felt like she had very little voice in the world. Bam! That was a big moment for me, because I was so shy growing up, and even during that time, 
uh, in college and kind of anguished about it because I wasn't sure if it was something that I could ever overcome. This was pre-Google, pre-internet as we know it really, and it was a frustrating time because I couldn't find much about shyness just at the library or in my everyday television watching, so it felt very isolating. I was always looking out for examples of people who said they were shy or were known to have been shy, but I had a hard time finding them. So anytime I heard a little snippet of something or read a little snippet of something that indicated that somebody who had done something spectacular was shy at one point, I would take notice. And that's what happened that day. Suddenly, as a tourist, I realized I had something very much in common with Eleanor Roosevelt. And from there on out, I've really loved reading about her and being inspired by her, and especially reading her quotes about facing fear and insecurity. The one that especially means something to me is the one where she says, you must do the thing you think you cannot do. I'll read the whole quote because it's not very long. You gain strength, courage, and confidence by every experience in which you really stop to look fear in the face. You are able to say to yourself, I have lived through this horror, I can take the next thing that comes along. You must do the thing you think you cannot do. This was the quote I chose to go with my yearbook picture when I graduated from Columbia Journalism School with my master's in journalism. The quote, you must do the thing you think you cannot do. It's something I've taken to heart over the years. And I really believe that Eleanor Roosevelt, speaking to me in a way from her old stomping grounds at Hyde Park, gave me the courage to find my voice again by pursuing broadcast journalism. In journalism, it helped me do things I never dreamed I was capable of, including buying a bunch of bulletproof armor and flying into Iraq in 2005 in the middle of the war. I was, of course, really frightened, but underneath it all, I felt like, you know, Eleanor says I need to look fear in the face. I must do the thing I think I cannot do. And I did it. So today, I just want to challenge you and inspire you when you're traveling and looking at your itinerary, where you want to go, What might you visit? What might you do? Think about visiting places where people have done inspiring things, or you might encounter stories of people who might be inspiring to you. Visit their homes, their old haunts, and listen for what these people of the past have to tell you. And they don't have to be famous. For example, if you go to the civil rights movement monuments and museums in places like Selma and Montgomery, Alabama, Memphis, Tennessee, Greensboro, North Carolina. Of course, you'll learn about Rosa Parks and Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And you'll also learn about the people they were fighting for and the people who are fighting alongside them. And you'll find inspiration from those people, what they went through, the kind of grit and determination it took to overcome huge obstacles. Go to the Holocaust Museum in Washington, D.C., or go overseas to Auschwitz or another Nazi concentration campsite. And as heartbreaking it is, through the stories of millions of people and feeling the pain of what they experienced and what can happen when people with bad ideologies come into power, you'll gain even more respect and awe for what the human spirit can endure. So look around and listen for your role models, what they have to teach you, how they might guide you. You can find them anywhere. This is a short one today, so thank you so much for listening. Again, your feedback and your support at this early stage while I get started has been really important. If you enjoy what you're hearing, if you feel like you know other people would get something out of the Beautiful Baggage podcast, 
the best way you can support it is to go over to Apple Podcasts and give it a five-star review. Better yet, give it a written review. That will help other people find it. I'll see you next week on the next episode of Beautiful Baggage.